The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericahealth.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. How are you feeling today? Are you feeling alive and energetic? or lethargic and weak. Listen to your heart. Welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. Your host for the hour is Dr. Marianne Chase. When we fail to understand and work on the root cause of our stress and illness, we seem to be in a never-ending spiral of poor health and low energy. It's time to re-harness that potential in order to live a better life. Now here's Dr. Marianne. Hello and welcome to the Healing Whisper, a return to peace. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and I am just so glad that you could join me today. Today, we will be talking about healing. You know, what do you know about that? The title of the show, and we're going to be talking about healing. But it's a little bit of a twist on healing in that what is keeping you from healing? There are several things that might be preventing ultimately the healing of whatever is your issue. And I'd like to say that uh, this show is for educational and informational purposes only. It is not intended to treat, diagnose, heal, or cure anything. Everything contained in this show is strictly my opinion, that of Dr. Marianne Chase. Please always check with a licensed healthcare provider about any concerns that you may have. And uh, now that that disclaimer is over, I'd like to say that you can find me, uh, find out a lot more about me on uh, voiceamerica.com, as well as my website, The Healing Whisper. Dot com. Facebook is, I, I do a lot of activity on Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, and uh, I have a few videos on YouTube that I have put together in a playlist, as well as some about uh, a particular healing method called the Healing Codes. So we all have bumps in the road of Whatever we are trying to do, it is just, it's just a thing about life, hitting that bump in the road. Whether you are trying to accomplish a business plan, things come along. Or maybe even something like weight loss. There is that bump in the road and you, things seem to come to a screeching halt. And, you know, I, I tend to put things like weight loss in a category of healing because when a person is overweight, there is more going on there than just not exercising or not enough exercise or not 
too much food. There's a lot more going on in there when it comes to weight loss. And and that's not what this show is about. But it is something to do with healing. A lot of us, when we think about healing, think about disease like, well, I've got a bad cold or even worse, I've got a, a chronic disease, something like an autoimmune disorder. And we all have issues. And then there is the the healing of acute situations like trauma. Um, maybe you were had had something injured and the injury is not healing as quick as you might want it to. So today let's just talk about what can block healing. And personally, for those of you that have been listening to this show for some time, know that I view healing as three things that need to come together. And those three things are the health of the body, the health of the mind, and the health of the spirit. Now, sometimes the mind and the spirit are really one and the same thing. And sometimes the spirit is separate from these healing things. Now, don't get me wrong. You can't treat just the body and expect it to heal, in my opinion. You can't treat just the mind, and you can't treat just the spirit. You have to really treat all of those together as a whole. And again, in my opinion, that is where a lot of what we call mainstream traditional medicine is missing the boat in that they don't see them as one whole entity. They will see the body as their job to treat. And really the illness as a singular thing to treat rather than what is causing the illness, what is the multiple causes of the illness. And I approach this from a past experience, past career as a traditional dentist. And sometimes people don't really know that dentists receive the same medical education as your physicians, your medical doctors, up until about the last year, maybe two years, where we concentrate on the head and neck. All of that being said, when I approached, let's just say, a simple cavity, I approached it in those days with the mentality of that was the singular thing that caused a cavity was the bacteria, and if you fed the bacteria sugar, you'd get a cavity. And now I know it's much deeper than that. And yes, 
there are mental things that can promote the decay. There are spiritual things that can promote a cavity decay in a tooth. And so where I am going today is with those spiritual things, not just with cavities, but with everything that causes our illnesses, our dis-ease, not being at ease with ourselves. So what is this spiritual thing? It has to do with our heart. And again, well, I shouldn't say again, but for the first time today, the heart is that I love you with all my heart, heart, not that beating physical heart. And that is what the spiritual thing has to do with. Our soul, our spirit is connected to the Creator or God what, or the universe, whatever name you want to give that. That is our connection, and we call it the heart. And what keeps our heart and things going a lot it has to do with our beliefs. And we have conscious beliefs and we have subconscious beliefs. And yes, folks, these beliefs can get in the way of healing. So what might some of these beliefs be? Well, first of all, let's look at your identity. Who do you think you are? Now, that brings up quite the question of exactly who am I? Am I really... Well, in my case, am I really Dr. Marianne Chase, or am I Marianne, or who am I? Is my identity tied to my beliefs of who I am? Am I a dentist? Am I a radio show host? Who am I? And if I've got an illness that I have been fighting for a number of years, a chronic illness, and I identify myself with that illness, then why would I want to heal? Because if, if I eliminate that illness, then I'm losing a part of my identity. A thought came to me the other day about identity. I was uh, driving away, and you know, sometimes these random thoughts will come to me, and I'm sure it happens to everybody. But this random thought had to do with in the 70s and late 60s, there was a movement to to not take on the name of your husband. And so lots of women were keeping 
their last name, their maiden name, even though they were married and didn't take on the name of their husband. And they were saying that they lost their identity when they took on their husband's last name. Well, the thought that came to me is the identity of that woman was so tied to her father's last name, surname, that she identified herself, defined herself by a name. Yeah, and and we all have names, and people change their names all the time because it's not who they are. But really, is that your identity? Is that the last name? Or is it something greater? Is your identity who your heart says you are? So if your heart is saying you are a particular disease, let's just say a very common disease, chronic disease, Are you saying, I am diabetes? When you say, my diabetes, are you saying it is yours? Do you own it? Is it part of your identity? Or whatever chronic illness that you may be struggling with. Well, folks, let's get into this a little bit more after the break. Don't go away. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Running is one of the fastest-growing sports, with everyday people stepping it up and training for that next big race goal. The In-Flight Running Show with Coach Michael Merlino is your guide to running, whether you're just getting started or training for the Boston Marathon. By paying attention to and following the tips offered by Michael and his guests, you'll be able to take your running to new heights and reach your next finish line with confidence. Tune in every Friday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. 
Follow the Voice America Talk Radio Network on Twitter. We're at Voice America TRN. You'll get the latest fix on what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and general happenings that you should know about at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Now you don't have to miss anything when you're away from your home or office. Just go to twitter.com forward slash Voice America TRN or follow along with us at Voice America TRN, the Voice America Talk Radio Network. We're on the cutting edge of social media. Can you keep up? Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne, and thank you for sticking with me. Before the break, if you're just joining us, we were talking about blocks to healing and your identity. How do you define yourself? Are you asking yourself the question that if I heal, I will lose my identity as a Fill in the blank. Are you going to say as a diabetes patient, as a heart disease patient? Will I lose my identity as a victim of a particular accident? And really an offshoot from that is how can I bear to create a new identity after all these years of the identity I have known? Or how can I even know how to create a new identity? And who will I be if I'm not a, again, fill in that blank, if I'm not a diabetes patient, if I'm not a shooting victim, if I'm not whatever. And these loss of identity are really key to healing. The If you identify yourself with a particular condition, if that is you, then it will be very, very difficult to fully heal because you you just don't want to lose that identity. And it takes learning how to redefine who you are. You are not your last name. You are not your career. You are not your disease. And let me just put this plug in for you. You are a unique individual. You have a purpose. And now, I know, I have heard this so many times and struggle often to find 
what exactly is the purpose. So let me give you a little bit of advice here. One thing that has helped me so much over the years, well, maybe even over just the few months, because we all continually grow, the purpose you have is right now at this minute to take that next step. And if that next step is going into your bedroom and making your bed, that is the purpose. Now, I know that sounds a little trite because we all look at purpose as something overall, you know, this huge, big purpose. And yes, there is that huge, big purpose. And that doesn't necessarily stay the same as we grow and go in life. That huge, big purpose actually may be just doing what you need to do at your employment at that time. But your purpose is, again, not you. You are a human being that was created and intended to be healthy. And we were given all of the tools in our body to keep us healthy and so that we can take that physical next step to go make our bed. And I just use that as an allegory because we tend to forget that we are a part of everything, but we are unique in and of ourselves. That is why our identity is so very important to healing. So what else can go on as a block to healing? One is admitting that you were wrong or something, or even admitting that somebody else was wrong. Let's go into that thought. When a person has been diagnosed with a particular condition, our tendency has always been to accept that diagnosis. And the cultural thing with Western medicine has been that the doctor can do no wrong. And then, when that doctor does make a mistake, which happens since they are human, that losing that, or or having that idea that the doctor might be wrong is admitting something that you may not want to admit. And then, you have to admit that you might have been wrong in saying, well, that doctor is not wrong. It's kind of convoluted when you think about it that way. But it is that you had a wrong belief or that you were just wrong about the disease or maybe the doctor was wrong about the disease. And 
admitting that you have to change in some way. And that change may be something just simply dietary change, a lifestyle change to heal. But admitting that you had some ideas that were wrong, then that that could cause some problems with healing. And the other thing that can be going on as a blocked healing is there are downsides. This is where our beliefs come in about healing. What are some of the downsides to healing? And these are subconscious beliefs that are going on. If I heal, I will have to support myself. And Look at this as you won't necessarily have to support yourself financially, but support yourself emotionally, support yourself in many other ways. And the belief that you have is that being healthy, you'll lose all of that. Here's another one. If I heal, I will lose attention paid to me by whomever. Is it a spouse? Is it family members? Is it coworkers? Do you have the belief that the illness is the only way to get attention? You might have been raised in a family that the only way that you got attention was when you were sick or you had an ill parent that they got lots of attention because of that. Here's another belief about a downside to healing. I will lose sympathy from those around me. That comes into the attention category, really. How about this? If I heal, I will have to do things for myself. That comes back up into the I will have to support myself category. And then here's here's another belief. If I heal, I will have to walk instead of ride. You know, it that actually comes into a belief of that you can do nothing for yourself. A belief that taking the easy way out and not having to work. If I heal, I will lose my disabled label. And that has other monetary and other benefits attached to it. And that goes back into the identity. What label are you sticking with? I am disabled. I have my handicap placard so I can park closer to the grocery store. If I heal, I will have to go back to the end of the line and start all over. That may be a belief 
And if you feel that way, if you know you feel that way, look at it this way. If I heal, I don't have to go back and start over. This is a new beginning, not starting over. There are no mulligans when it comes to healing. And the rest of these, if I heal, I will lose fill in the blank. Or another fill in the blank. If I heal, I will hurt somebody that has been taking care of you. Maybe you feel that you will hurt that person because they are so invested in taking care of you. Or maybe they have beyond a, a, a investment of themselves in taking care of you, but they've got a financial investment. And you don't want to hurt that financial investment. Well, folks, it's come time for another break. When we, will, when we come back, let's look at some motivations for not healing. Don't go away. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom Healing Code Coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Marianne is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. Every day, you hear so much about different aspects of the health and wellness field. One day, you hear one thing, and the next day, you hear something that contradicts what you heard the day before. How do you know what's right? Try tuning in to The Cutting Edge of Health and Wellness today with Dr. Neil Nathan. Our goal is to educate and explore this field with guest experts in order to help you take control of your health and well-being. Listen Fridays at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. How is your health? Do you want to know more about it? Every day there are new technologies, procedures, and healing techniques coming forward. To understand them, tune in to Speaking of Health with Dr. Michael Cudlis. Our guests come from different backgrounds in the fields of health and healing. We'll discuss new realities and modalities, from chiropractic to metagenics. It's all designed to improve your quality of life. Speaking of Health is heard live every Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern Time, 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now back to the show. 
Welcome back to the show. This is Dr. Marianne Chase, and we are talking about healing and healing blocks that we may be experiencing. And just before the break, we talked a lot about the downsides to healing, that, for example, if I heal, I will lose blank, or if I heal, I will hurt blank. And I had a question come in from one of the listeners, or not necessarily a question, a statement that said, losing an identity. Are you identifying with a particular condition? And this statement was losing the identity as a victim. And here, as a downside are you identifying yourself as a victim? And I get that. I really get that. It's been almost four years, but I had a car accident, and I broke my leg in that car accident. And I discovered that my broken leg gave me pain considerably period of time after it should have stopped giving me pain. And I was holding on to that because all of the court stuff and insurance stuff had not been finished. And there was this deep-seated belief really installed by our culture that said if I lost the pain, if I was no longer a victim, then I wouldn't get the sympathy of the insurance companies. In fact, I may get just the opposite and have a great deal of financial loss because of the lack of sympathy. So I get that. And it it is something that our culture, unfortunately, has foisted on us that uh, as a victim, you are owed, and I put that owed in quotes, you are owed something, whether it is sympathy, whether it is financial compensation, or whatever, but you are being owed And if you are no longer a victim, well, you don't get that. Let me put this out there, that as soon as you lose your victim status, you may lose certain things like sympathy. You may lose certain things like financial compensation. But you know what you will gain You will gain your health. You will gain back your mental health in that you will feel good about yourself. When you think of yourself as a victim, is it a woe is me kind of thinking? Or is it a I'm good kind of thinking? And it wasn't until 
all of the garbage with that car accident was over and done with and everything was settled, that I stopped having pain in the leg. Whereas, had I given it up, I doubt that anything would have changed relative to the sympathy, relative to the car accident, financially. And I would have started feeling much better, much quicker. All of that being said, what is your motivation for being sick or having dis-ease? Are you moving away from pain or are you moving toward pleasure? If you think about it, that is our primary motivation as human beings is to move away from pain and move toward pleasure. That's what our fight and flight response is all about. And when you have a disease that is bringing you sympathy, is that pleasure? And your belief may be saying, well, that is pleasure, getting that sympathy. Having someone pay attention to me, that is sympathy, that is pleasurable. Getting financial compensation, that is pleasurable. Is that's what's going on in your head, then you probably aren't going to heal real quick. And then there is the pain thing. And there's fear involved in pain. And what is the fear going on? If I heal myself, I will lose blank. If I heal, I will hurt blank. There is that fear. And I've said it before, I will say it again. Fear is the one thing that will keep us stuck anywhere. Fear is the opposite of love. And to really function well in this life, we need to function in love. So we've been talking about beliefs that are keeping us ill. What are some of those beliefs? Do you believe you don't deserve to heal? Do you believe you don't deserve to live if you've got a disease that is significant? And do you believe that you don't have the problem or the issue? And some people call that denial. Other people call that, if I don't believe it exists, then it doesn't exist. And this is kind of a slippery slope to go on if you don't believe something exists. Look at it this way. If you were told by more than one individual that you have diabetes, and you say, I don't believe it, but you continue the lifestyle because you don't believe that the issue is there, 
then there's the slippery slope. The physical condition of diabetes will continue on because the mental condition of fear, fearing changing the lifestyle, because changing the lifestyle may mean that you might have to change your friends, the people that you associate with. Or is your belief that, well, it's in my DNA. I can't change it. I've got it forever. Well, this is a belief that will keep you sick because, yes, there may be the DNA susceptibility to a certain condition. Say your father and his father died before they were 50 years old with a heart attack. But research has shown, Dr. Bruce Lipton has done tons of cellular research with stem cells that says it is the environment. It You can change the expression of the genes by changing the environment. And guess what? Part of the environment that you change is that mental environment, the way you believe. And if you believe that that DNA is going to give you a heart attack, then yeah, you probably will have a heart attack. And there are examples of people that have dropped dead before 40 with their heart attack that they believed they would have, but autopsy showed there was no heart disease whatsoever. They believed themselves into dying. And then there's all sorts of things in your belief that it has to come from something outside of yourself. You might have the belief that I won't heal unless I take this medication or even I have to take the medication. I will never heal. I will always have this condition. But I take the medication to keep me level or to keep it from getting really bad. And or I can't heal unless I have so and so taking care of me or I have thus and such amount of sympathy. And that's going back into the downside of healing. And so that external thing, what are your feelings about bringing in that external thing? It's time for the break again, folks. And so when we come back, we'll quickly get into some of the labels and stories that we have in our belief system that is keeping us from healing. So don't go away. (music) 
Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Are you feeling stuck? Sometimes we just need a little help from a friend. Go beyond ordinary healing and experience the extraordinary healing journey possible with custom healing code coaching with Dr. Marianne Chase. Visit thehealingwhisper.com. Dr. Chase's coaching sessions can be conducted via Skype or by telephone. If you have half an hour to devote to getting yourself out of that rut, Dr. Mary Ann is ready to be that friend. Visit TheHealingWhisper.com and click Coaching. If you have a loved one that is undergoing treatment for substance abuse or mental illness, you owe it to them and yourself to tune in to One Hour at a Time with host Mary Woods. This compassionate and educational talk show will help you help those that you love by better understanding their condition and their personal recovery process. Tune in every Monday at 12 noon Pacific time to One Hour at a Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Recovery begins this hour. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Healing Whisper, a return to peace. If you would like to comment or have a question about our show today, please call in to 1 866 472 5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. If you'd rather send an email, our email address is thehealingwhisper at mindspring.com. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. This final segment of the show, we'll get through a few things about some healing blocks. And just before the break, we talked about some of the healing externals that you were looking for I shouldn't say you were looking for I shouldn't even say you are looking for let me just put it as people and what are you looking for outside of yourself to create your identity and define their identity back at the first of the show if you're just joining me I talked about Is your identity, who you are, who you define yourself as, tied to this dis-ease? What are you looking for outside of yourself? Now, one of the other blocks, again, is coming back to identity. And the labels or stories that you were given growing up or even that you might have been given as a family unit. What labels did your parents or your family give you like shyness, dyslexic, the clown, or She's a sickly child. I hear that all the time. I grew up. I was sickly. I've never been a healthy person. So that creates that belief that I've never been healthy. And you add on to the end of that sentence, and I never will be healthy. 
that belief is keeping that person from being healthy. And really, what stories resonated with you when you were a young child or a young person? Were it, was it those stories about somebody that the, the crippled child? I think, the, it, isn't it the, the, I forget the name of the story. It, it's about a garden where the little boy is confined to a wheelchair until he meets another little girl. They find the secret garden. Yeah, that's the name of the story, the secret garden. <laughs> and they heal. The little boy heals. He, he teaches himself to walk. But he had been given that label as a cripple. Did that story resonate with you as a child? That healing is possible, but only in a certain way? That is depending on that external thing to happen. And what stories do you always tell about your family or yourself or your childhood or family members about that sickly aunt or uncle? And that comes back to what I, the story that I told before the last break about the, my dad always died, my dad, his dad, his dad, died from the heart attack, so I will die. That was that person's story, which was their belief. What story really gets you caught up emotionally when you tell it? It forms a lot of our beliefs. And it can be a struggle. My mother had a stroke before she was 61 years old. And to be perfectly honest, I'm approaching that same age in a year or so. (laughs) And it has occurred to me, what if I follow in my mother's footsteps? But then my conscious mind comes back and says, no, I'm not going to do that simply because of A, B, and C. You know, I don't have her obesity difficulty. I don't have this, that, and the other, high blood pressure, you know, that, that whole song and dance. But there is still that little, I wonder, thing in the back of my mind there is that subconscious thing so when a person has this going on you can heal that belief through energetic means now what do what do i mean by that energy is everything albert einstein said it in his 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 formula of E equals MC squared, which essentially says energy is everything. Our thoughts are energy. 
Our physical bodies are energy. Our beliefs create energy, whether it is a belief in illness or a belief in health. So you have to change the belief that you have down at a cellular level and you have to change it through energetic means. There are many different energetic means to change things, beliefs. There are things like, well, healing codes. That is my chosen modality. There are things like EFT, tapping. There are things like rapid eye technology. There are things like yoga, tai chi, reiki. These are all energetic modalities for changing the beliefs. And I will get into that more next week on the show. I'm, I, I wasn't even able to scratch the surface today about how to heal these blocks. So come back next week. Friday, live, and listen to this show. Well, you can also pick it up and on voiceamerica.com and listen to it again as many times as you need. But next week, we'll talk about more blocks for healing and the healing code way of changing those particular beliefs. So I'd like to say that you can find me on Facebook at The Healing Whisper. You can get me on Twitter, Dr. Marianne Chase. I do some live streaming on Meerkat. YouTube website is uh, all about me. That's thehealingwhisper.com. And lots of information about the healing codes, the energetic way of changing your beliefs and healing is available on thehealingcode.com. And there is a book called The Healing Code. All of these I say because I am passionate about helping people heal. And it is about healing from the heart. And this has been known for centuries, for thousands of years. And there was a very, very wise king that once lived. His name was Solomon. You may have heard of him. And uh, he wrote several proverbs. And one of these proverbs was 423. And what he said in that proverb is, Above all else, guard your heart. For everything you do, flows from it. Guard that heart, folks. And until next week, when we talk more about healing blocks, have blessings. Thank you again for taking the advice of your heart and tuning in to The Healing Whisper, A Return to Peace. Please join your host, Dr. Marianne Chase, again next Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time, 8 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. 
We hope to talk to you again next week.